Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's loud, local, and live. And welcome to Thursday night in New Jersey, Steve Trevelyse. You and me to 11 o'clock tonight. We're going to have a great time tonight. We got so much going on. We got our horror festival in Sayreville we got to talk about. That'll be a 9 o'clock hour. We're going to talk music in a 10 o'clock hour. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations came out. Is it really the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Do they actually put rock acts in there anymore? Or is it all just moved over to all these different kinds of music? And why don't these other different kinds of music have any kind of representation of their own? 10 o'clock tonight. Stick around. We got so much to talk about. But for right now, imagine, imagine you, you know, you follow Governor Murphy's advice and you get yourself a nice electric vehicle. You get yourself a Tesla. And there you are in your six-figure Tesla, driving up and down the neighborhood to show off, because that's what we do in New Jersey, especially Marlboro and Alpen. But anyway, there you are in your Tesla, showing off to the world. You get behind the wheel. You grab it. The wheel comes off. What? The wheel comes off. And that is what happened in New Jersey. That is what happened to uh, a man who bought a Tesla and takes it out on the road with his family. Uh, driving from the family home and an outing at the Woodbridge Mall. They are lucky to be alive. Prerak Patel is recounting the terrifying ordeal in a series of tweets we have for you at nj1015.com. He's got pictures of the car. He's driving. Next thing you know, uh, the steering wheel just pops off while he's driving. He called the incident horrific. Wondered what would have happened if there had been cars behind him when it happened. Thank God there were no cars behind him when it happened. Uh, was he lucky enough there was no car behind? Was lucky enough there was no car behind and I was able to pull off on a divider. He tweets out, after he got the car stopped, he called the Woodbridge police. They rescued him. Thanked the officers for responding. And uh, it gets worse. Patel says the dealership apologized for the incident. But the Tesla is taking no responsibility for the steering wheel falling off. They even tried to charge him for the repair. Could you imagine this? And now Patel says he and his family have lost trust in the vehicle, wouldn't you? They don't want to get behind the wheel. They don't want to get in this car again. They don't feel safe driving it anymore. And the, the move here is what to do next. So uh, Governor Murphy has set a goal. Of 330,000 EVs being registered in New Jersey by 2025 as part of the Energy Master Plan. In August of 2022, Murphy announced the launch of the year of the state's Charge Up New Jersey Electric Vehicle Incentive Program. Blah, 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 blah. Here's my question to you. Uh, first of all, should Tesla be taking responsibility for this? See, if they, if they take responsibility, they can be sued. They could be sued anyway. I would get a lawyer. Uh, but... Have you ever been in a situation, what is the worst thing, the scariest thing that ever happened to you while driving? It's reprehensible 
that Tesla does not take any responsibility in this. You know, it's reprehensible that a guy, you know, they could sell a car for, what is $100,000 plus, uh, and the steering wheel comes off, and they take no responsibility for the steering wheel falling off, and try to charge him for the repair? Says, uh, says Patel, am I responsible for a manufacturing defect that's not even a week and getting a bill for a faulty steering wheel? Isn't it the company's responsibility to fix it? I mean, when you buy the car, don't you get a warranty with the car, like a bumper-to-bumper warranty that covers, I guess, was it 12 months, 12,000 miles, or whatever it is now? 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, what do you make of this? How do you feel about Tesla not covering this? Imagine the horror. Here you are. It's one thing you're in the car by yourself. Now you're in the car with your family, and the steering wheel comes off. What are you thinking? Thank God this guy's alive. Thank God this family's alive. But 1-800-283-101.5. What's the worst thing that ever happened to you? The scariest thing is what I mean by the worst thing. The scariest thing that ever happened to you while driving in New Jersey or anywhere else. I was... Um, Coming back from uh, work in Philadelphia in the 80s, I was driving a Nissan Pulsar. That was a car that lasted about two years. A Nissan Pulsar. And I'm driving down the Schuylkill. I'm coming out of YSP and Ballarat. I'm driving down the Schuylkill. And all of a sudden, the I'm in the left lane. You know, and the Schuylkill is a fast-moving road in Philadelphia. It's a Sunday afternoon. And the hood of the car flips up. And pins itself against the windshield, totally covering the windshield. And I'm in the left lane. And I'm doing like 60. And now I can't see anything. And you're already scared to death. And I'm trying to like, you know, slowly bring the car down. Because I don't know, I can't see the road. Are there any curves or what's going on? Or what I'm going to hit? And I was, I swear to God, I was lucky enough. While working through the passenger mirror. To get the car over to the shoulder. You talk about the scare. 1-800-283-101.5. What is the scariest thing that happened to you while driving? And it's not, it could be something that happened on the road, something that fell off a truck, something that could happen, you know, that, that could hinder your driving, or something that happened with the car itself. Because you know what? There are, th- there are times when you drive and you see things on the road. Or you see situations that could scare the hell out of you. You know, it's always like when you drive behind a truck. Like, I try not to drive behind trucks. I try not to drive behind those those trucks that, like, that shed stuff, like the sand coming off or whatever. You know, you get behind those. Or uh, when you see things like, you know, um, slow-moving vehicles. I hate the idea of getting behind a truck that I can't see what's in front of it. Because you don't know what's going to happen to him, could happen to you. But imagine driving down the road, and your steering wheel comes off. And you've got your family in your car. And then the nightmare is compounded when the company you bought the car from, Tesla, takes no responsibility. Who ever heard of such a thing? So we could do that, too. Have you ever been screwed by the dealership? 1-800-283-101.5. Jiffy, I want to give you more time. we got some calls coming in. And uh, you know what? Why make Jiffy wait? Jiffy, what's going on? You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, pal. 
Hey, Stevie, how you been, pal? Good, how about you? Good, thanks. Hey, the Rodilla show was great, thanks. He was amazing. And Goombay Johnny up front, oh, my God, what a lineup. Yeah. And they come out afterwards, and they hang, and they say hi. They're really good guys. Yeah, my brother knows him from the Bronx. Oh, good, okay. Yeah, both of them, yeah. Nice. And, uh, Stevie, both of them happened to me. I'm driving on the Bell Parkway in my 65 Oldsmobile. Right. And the steering wheel comes off. Oh, my God. My hand. <laughs> so I don't oh. want it to break. And I'm like, I'm doing like 60. And I'm trying to get it back on. And finally, I got it back on. And everything was good. Oh, uh, how, like, how the hell do you, when you try to reattach it while you're driving? Yeah, well, back then, cars were easy. Yeah. You know, it, it was just the thing. You take the thing off, and there's a nut. You right. push the wheel back on, you tighten the nut. Oh. So I it back on. I fitted it back on. Jeez. And then when I got when I was able to stop it, I, I screwed the nut back on. How the hell did the who was screwing with the who was screwing with the nut in the first place? Me, something happened with the blinker. So my blinker, my blinker busted. So you had to take the steering wheel off and put the piece in. Mm -hmm. I guess I didn't tighten it. And like a few days later, the steering wheel came off. I'm guessing Mrs. Jiffy did not let you forget about that for many years. Oh, forget it. I handed my friend the wheel right on the you know, on the highway. See, you drive. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. That happened to me in a different situation. Uh, worst, scariest thing that has ever happened to you while driving in New Jersey or anywhere else? Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. The weather brought to you by the New Jersey Lottery. Live larger with the New Jersey Lottery. Now at pick three, there's more to celebrate because more winning tickets earn even bigger prizes. Any winning $1 straight wager is guaranteed a $500 prize. Play pick three because anything can happen in New Jersey. You could even uh, be driving a Tesla down the road only to have the steering wheel come off. And then Tesla says, hey, what do you want from us? You know, here's the bill to fix it. 1-800-283-101.5. And here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Uh, I've got tickets to the Lead Fest Super Bowl watch party, big game watch party at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. Starts at 4.30. This is an incredible event. you got John Sterling from the Yankees is going to be there. Sean Lundetta, who we had on last night, the Giants punter. Carl Nelson played tackle for the Giants. Bruce Harper, Travis Trapuca played for the Jets. They're going to be there. John Starks from the Knicks going to be there. And it's all kinds of, like, lots of food. There's, there's like, stuff to do on the field. You run drills, take photos. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And you can Get your tickets at uh, theleadfest.com, as John Sterling would say, theleadfest.com. I've got a pair of tickets. What I'm going to do, the best story of a scariest moment in a car. We're going to take your information, and we're going to give you a pair of tickets for the best one. Okay? I got Jiffy's already. Jiffy, you want to call back, leave your address, that's fine. It's going to be uh, February 12th. You go to MetLife Stadium, you watch the game, you eat, you go on the field, you take pictures, you meet the celebrities. A good time shall be had by all. TheLeadFest.com if you want to get your own. Okay? So give me your best, scariest car story moment. Sophia's in Manalapan under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sophia. Hi, how are you? All right. How you doing? Good. Um, so, first of all, I want to say that's ridiculous that Tesla is not taking responsibility for that steering wheel. It's insane. Yeah, I'd be super mad. You, you know what? Uh, whoever heard of such a thing? You would figure there should be a warranty to begin with, you know, that when you buy any car, you get a 12-month, 12 12,000-mile 12 warranty. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now the best story is going to win the tickets. So let me hear your story. Okay. So when I was a kid, um, I was with my parents and my brother. We were driving from New Jersey to Alabama to see some family. Right. Um, we're on the interstate. Uh, I We passed an 18-wheeler. Right. And I look over, and I see that he's, like, leaned over. Um, maybe he's grabbing something. He's going pretty slow. So we speed up past him. Um, it's a couple minutes, and then we see him speeding up behind us. Um, super fast, and he veers to the left and hits the median and flips over. Wow! The back of the truck catches on fire. We're, like, right next to it on the road. Um, and my dad is like, put your head down, put your head down, because we don't know what's in the truck. It might yeah. explode. Oh, my God. So, so, so go ahead. And my mom was sleeping that whole time. So <laughs> oh my God! So so he's driving slow behind you. All of a sudden, he speeds up and then hits the guardrail and flips. Yeah, it turns out he fell asleep. Oh man, that's the worst thing that could happen. All right, Sophia, I'm going to put you on hold and we're going to take your info, put you in the hopper. Wow, wow! How about that? Uh, let's go to uh, Maria. Is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Maria. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? We're doing great. Oh, excellent. My husband had a cold. Right. And he passed out. We were on the Garden State Parkway. He passed out behind the wheel. Right. Passing his throat. And I had to take the steering wheel. He turned right red. I'm calling 911 thinking he had a heart attack. Right. He's out cold. I had to take the steering wheel tear it right into the guard railing and the car almost flipped over and finally the impact we stopped but thank god there was a van behind us guiding so no other trucks or cars would smash into us wow that sounds like something out of a movie oh it was so scary wow and, uh, and he's in the driver's seat right and he's passed out and you're in the passenger seat trying to steer the car not knowing how it's going to stop and to top it off, from the impact, he finally wakes up. Uh -huh. He says to me, I can't believe you crashed my car. <laughs> That's something my father would say. All right, Maria. Uh, uh, and what did you say to him when he said that? I can't say it on the air. There you go. That's my girl. All right, hold on. We're going to put you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's get Dave in Woodbridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dave. Hey, Steve. What's going on, man? That was funny, <laughs> what she just said. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Really? How did you wreck my car? I know exactly what I would have said. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks for saving me. Oh, no, it's okay. Look what you did to my car. I'm like, come on. Uh -huh. <laughs> so anyway, check this out. Hey, tell me, tell me. Yeah, I was, working in, I was working in D.C. I was down there 16, 17 years. I bought a Toyota Cressida back in 1995. It had really low mileage. It was like a top-of-the-line car back then. I remember that car. I put a $4,000 deposit on it. Right. Coming down Route 270, coming out of Frederick, Maryland, and starts pouring rain. The whole car just dies. Everything while I'm driving in a pouring rainstorm. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I take it back to the dealer over in Virginia. Right. They go, oh, it's a bad battery terminal. So they replaced the terminal. 
did it again. I was working at OSHA in D.C., right. stopped in the garage. I'm like, this car is a lemon. So I've been working on cars my whole life. I grew up working on building, racing. I know all about cars. Right. So I took it back. I said, listen, uh, take this car back. They're like, we can't take it back. Blah, blah, blah. We're not going to give you money back. So I said, really? I said, okay. So they didn't know I was from Jersey, obviously. Uh-huh. I called the police department in Vienna. Right. I said, I said, do I need a permit to pick it at a dealership? They were like, no, as long as you don't block the driveway. I was like, not a problem. <laughs> I went out there on a Saturday afternoon uh-huh. with a huge sign, with a, and I had a, a beach chair. Right. And I said, do not buy any cars from this dealership because they sold me a lemon. And people were pulling up, and they were just turning away. In 30 minutes, I had my $4,500 back. I said, I thought you'd see it my way. I love that. I love that. Yeah, man. They, they I, don't take no dung. I love that. I'm telling you, man, I'm not the guy. I don't play that nonsense, especially when it comes to money. Yeah, you know what? It would have been cool. You went out there like with a lemonade stand and giving everybody lemonade. <laughs> yeah, right. Two dollars. There you go. I'm putting you in the hopper. Hold on. All right, here we go. I want to hear the scariest moment behind the wheel for you. Guy's driving a Tesla. The wheel comes off. Tesla says, well, we'll give you a bill for that. We ain't taking responsibility. Got a pair of tickets to the uh, Lead Fest. Biggest watch party in New Jersey of the big game at MetLife Stadium. What's your scariest moment? I slid about, um, I'd say, 150 yards on a icy Ohio uh, country road right into a ditch. I oh. never thought I was going to stop sliding. I'm literally sliding, and I'm li- <laughs> there's nothing I can do. I'm just bracing for impact. No, so. you, you watch your life flash before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are completely out of control. Mm-hmm. Nothing can happen. Yep. 730. Now, the latest New Jersey news by Kennesense Foundation, offering a total of $20,000 in college scholarships. Send a music clip with the lyrics, Kennesense is common sense. For current full-time college students or high school seniors will be attending full-time college. For complete rules, go to Kennesense.com slash scholarship. 1-800-283-101.5. A guy buys a Tesla, driving it out with his family, and the steering wheel falls off. And uh, he's fortunate enough to get his family to safety and survive this. And then Tesla refuses to take responsibility and charges him to fix it. Your thoughts? 1-800-283-101.5. Your scariest moment in a car. And uh, the best ones is going to get a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest Big Game Watch Party at MetLife Stadium on February 12th. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be uh, lots of food. You're going to meet John Sterling, Sean Lindetta, Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper, Travis Trebuca, John Starks. Run drills on the field, take photos, all kinds of good stuff. And uh, I got a pair of tickets. The best story of the hour. We may even take this into next hour. Uh, Jimmy's in the Seaside Heights on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Travelese? How you doing this evening? Ah, call me Steve. Steve, how you doing? Good, buddy. How about you? Good, good. So I, I was a lot younger, probably like 22, and my parents had known somebody down in Mexico who owned some property. Right. So they said, hey, why don't you boys go and, uh, you know, go on your own? It was like me and like two other of my buddies. And uh, we went and rented one of these uh, old Volkswagen Bugs. Right. From like the 80s or 70s. I don't know. It was like rusted and it had no roof. More like the 60s. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was old, but we, we were riding around all around the island and stuff. And right. Things of the world, you know, thinking like, you know, hey, this is awesome. Yeah. And then I, I look, we're going like 65 something down this little road and there's a toll booth ahead with like, looks like some kind of cop or some kind of official with a speed bump. Right. And I hit the brake. I got no brake. Oh man, what happened? I got I got nothing, like nothing. It's just floor. And uh, I just kind of like leaned to the side of the road where there was some sand. Right. I was able to slow down the vehicle a little bit. But I mean, yeah, we, we hit that speed bump and uh, it was it was like pretty bad. I mean, it was like, oh, my vehicle. God. I, back. I said, guys, you guys can't sell me like rent me a vehicle with like no brakes in it. I mean, this is crazy. They're like, yeah, it happens. Like, what do you mean, yeah, it happened for Volkswagen. Yeah, for the old Volkswagen vans, it did happen. <laughs> You stop those things like the Flintstones with your feet. <laughs> oh, man. It happens. I was like, nah, this is not cool. Nah. Like, you want to rent another one? I'm like, nah. I'm no, I don't want to rent another one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story, man. That's a good one. You finally got it stopped. All right, Jimmy, I'm putting you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. We get some really great stories. Thank God you guys all made it through. Uh, Deb's in Raritan on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Deb. Hi, Steve. Thanks for my call. Uh, Tesla should take responsibility. That's my first thing. Right. Second thing, uh, driving my car up the hill, 35 miles an hour, traffic coming down the hill. Right. Only two lanes, one and one. Someone shoots out of the intersection right in front of me. Doesn't stop. You know how you usually peer through traffic? Right. Someone must have waved them and hit the car. I have a, I had a, Subaru, just a sedan. It was a SUV. Hit the car. It slipped into me and slipped onto the other side of the intersection onto another van. My oh car my comes God. to a, my car comes to a stop after I get out of all the bags right. inflated. Comes to a stop. I'm, the cop is talking to me. I'm behind my car, and the, my car starts rolling toward me back into the traffic. Yes. Oh my God! So, so what did you do? So, what happened? So, well, it hit another car going backwards, uh-huh. and and I jumped out of the way. That right. Thank God, I was able to jump out of the way, and that's that's it. I thought I lost my life. Yeah. With the impact, second with the rollback. What else could possibly go wrong? My God, I would never get behind the wheel of a car again if I were you. And the keys were out of the car. The car was in park. Wow. When it rolled back. That's an incredible story. That is an incredible story. Wow. Uh, Debbie, hold on. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, we'll, put, we'll put you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, the question is, you know, who uh, who can go, who can, you know, who, and now you got to be able to go to the game if you want to enter the contest. Either way, I, just, I still want to hear your story. But if you want to be in the running, just let us know. Let me tell you what this is. This is a really good deal. This is um, a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest, Law Enforcement Against Drugs, at MetLife stadium on uh february 12th big game you watch the game 
inside in the VIP uh, lounge, the coaches club, the big screen. You can meet John Sterling, you know, from the Yankees, Sean Lindetta, Carl Har- Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper, Travis Trapuca from the Jets, John Starks from the old Knicks. Uh, VIP and standard packages available. Now, if you want to go to this, there are two different packages you can get, and you can get them at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Profit 56 is in Marijuan, a New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Profit. How you doing? Long time no here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I just moved. I just moved to Marijuan. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm a, I was a single father. You know that. And wow. I, I took my daughter down to Bradley Beach for Daddy-Daughter Weekend. We had a great time down there. Right. On our way home, I'm driving on the parkway. I had a... I have a 1999 uh, Chevy Caprice, those big ones. And You could live in that car. car yeah, a car, the car in front was a Jeep. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, the hood blows, truck catches on fire. Wow. Car goes onto, onto, from the middle lane to the right, and I actually put my um, hazards on, and he actually went to the shoulder, and now the truck's fully engulfed. I pulled over. I gave my daughter, who was six, my phone. I told her to call the police because I already, I already taught her how to do that. Or she has to push at that button for the 911. Right. I, I got the three people out the car plus the child. The um, driver got a little burned. I'm an EMT, so I took care of, of everybody. I put them all in my car, pumped up the heat, make sure everybody was okay. Wow. My daughter, my daughter, I got the, I got the, uh, the, vi- the video, the, um, the recording. Mm-hmm. My daughter was on the phone with the troopers trying to tell the trooper where we were at. Wow. She told him, she said, we got out of Bradley Beach. This is a six-year-old. We got out of Bradley Beach. And the trooper's like, are you involved in the fire? She goes, if I was, I'd tell you. And she's like, and the guys, and, you know, one of the troopers said, do you know your number? She goes, yeah, I'm at 101. There's a line. Don't give the number. One oh one. That's the mile market. One oh one. Oh, all right. <laughs> You give the phone number, they'll start calling you up, Prophet. Yeah. The ambulance came. Everybody came. Um, the guy was okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the little girl was crying. My six-year-old gave the little girl her teddy bear. Wow. This is a great story. Prophet, I'm going to put you on hold. That is a great story. Now we know where you are. Keep in touch. 1-800-283-101.5. Scariest moment behind the wheel. For you in New Jersey. And uh, the best story is going to get a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium Big Game Sunday Party on Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th. Do you ever hear us say this? I can't tell you how much weight I've gained since I can't do the things I used to do. Or this pain is holding me back from my walk, my run, my activities. Well, it's time to finally do something about it and get back to doing what you love. Trinity Rehab can help. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything, but making you feel loopy or drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. No prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Tom's River, and Wall, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. You can win a... Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, imagine this. You buy a Tesla. 
You're so jacked that you bought a Tesla. You spend all that money for an EV. And you're driving down the road, you got your family with you, you're proud. Going out for a day in a town. Only to have the steering wheel come off in your hands. Now what? So you go. Uh, you, you get your family to safety. Thank God you get your family to safety. There's no one else on the road. You are able, lucky enough, there are no cars behind. You're able to pull off on a divider. And then uh, you go to Tesla and they say, oh, well, that's a shame. We ain't taking any responsibility for that. Not my problem. You bought the car. And here's the bill to fix the car. Can you believe Tesla did that? But I want to know from you, 1-800-283-101.5. And I'll take this into the next hour, too. Uh, I've got a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday. It's going to be an incredible party. It's going to be all kinds of celebrities there. John Sterling from the Yankees, Sean Landetta, Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper, Travis Trapuca from the Jets, uh, uh, John Starks from the Knicks. There's going to be drills. You can run drills on the field, take photos, uh, enjoy game day fair at the prestigious social club, coaches club, I'm sorry. VIP and standard ticket packages are available. You get yours now at theleadfest.com. That's theleadfest.com. Or you can win them with the scariest story. And I'm going to take this into the next hour as well because I'm going to give away two pair of tickets. So I'm giving you more of a chance to win, okay? 1-800-283-101.5. If you can't go and you want to tell your story, I still want to hear it. Let's talk to uh, Tom in Bucks County on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tom. Hey, Stevie. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Okay. Remember uh, me, uh, Jim Feminez, buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm still depressed over him passing away. I know. He was a great songwriter and a great singer. Oh, oh my God. And he, we, we are still doing some productions of his stuff that is amazing. Yeah. But, well, uh, tell me your story. I, I shared this, I don't know if it was Dimitsky and Doyle with. I call him once in a while when he got something really unique. Right. I don't know if I shared this with you. I was driving up um, Route 295. Right. It's got to be 20-some years ago. I'm following a tractor trailer with a 30-foot fiberglass yacht. Wow. And it was in my hitch. It did a total 360 in front of me. Landed in front of me, split in half, and I drove through the center of it. You drove through no the damage. center of it? You're a lucky man. It, it, it split right in half, and right in the lane in front of me. Drove through it. Scared the bejesus out of me. I imagine it would. It didn't hit anybody else. I pulled over and uh, handled rescue operations best I could because I'm a I'm a good guy. Yeah, and, uh, that's like one people get get comedy out of this, but this happened, Steve. And it was like unfreaking believable that this would happen. No, and good thing you would ask, you know, 1-800-283-101.5 to save the situation. We're taking this into the next hour. we got a pair of tickets we gave away for this hour, plus whatever we get in the next hour as well. The scariest story of you behind the wheel. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Travelis is now available on demand. You make me laugh every night I listen to you. Steve rules weeknights on New Jersey 101.5. Now you can listen to him on your schedule on demand. Yeah. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Subscribe to Steve Travelisa's show wherever you get your podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on-demand button to hear the show. You can bring everybody together because you have that warm personality. 
Steve Travelis, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Travelis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here's what we're talking about. We've been talking about this for the last hour. The scariest thing that has ever happened to you driving in New Jersey. Here you are behind the wheel. And you know life is full of surprises on Jersey roads, right? Imagine the surprise that uh, Pre-Rack Patel got when he buys a Tesla. And he's taking it out for a spin. He's got the family in the car with him. And suddenly, in his hands, the steering wheel just comes off. What do you do? What is going through your head as that happens? And New Jersey's trying to get more electric vehicles on the road. Governor Murphy's like 330,000 by 2025. And here you got this guy driving the Tesla. The steering wheel comes off. Fortunately, there was no one behind him. He was able to uh, get the car to safety, scared out of his mind. Uh, He was able to pull off on a divider, called the Woodbridge police, and uh, they came. They responded. Great job, as always. And it doesn't end there. It gets worse. Patel says the dealership apologized for the incident, but the Tesla is taking no responsibility for the steering wheel falling off. And they tried to charge him for the repair, Uh, to which he tweets out at Elon Musk, am I responsible for manufacturing defect? It's not even weak in getting a bill for faulty steering wheel. Isn't it the company's responsibility to fix it? I would greatly appreciate refund and keep the car as we lost trust and family is not feeling safe driving it back. I totally understand that. So what I want to know from you, 1-800-283-101.5, can you believe that uh, Tesla, this happens, and the company doesn't assume any responsibility. I was under the impression that, like, when you buy a car in a state of New Jersey or any state, that you get a, at least a 12-month, 12,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty with it. And I would imagine that the steering wheel is part of that. But in this case, no. So how do you feel about that? But also, give me your scariest story driving a car. Your scariest story behind the wheel. And the scariest one out of all the ones we take is going to win a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday. February 12th starts at 4.30. You meet New York Yankees commentator John Sterling, former New York Giants Sean Linden and Carl Nelson, Bruce Harper and Travis Trapuca from the Jets, former New York Knicks player John Starks, and New Jersey's largest big game watch party at MetLife Stadium. Next Sunday, February 12th, you watch the big game in style. On the field, you run drills, take photos, game day fair at the prestigious Coaches Club, VIP and standard ticket packages available. If you don't win, you get yours now at theleadfest.com. As Sterling would say, theleadfest.com. So let's get uh, let's get right back to it now. We've got Matt in Ocean on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's going on with you? Uh, just headed home. But so I was, uh, like, years ago, I was heading uh, 1 and 9, heading north. And uh, I was in Linden. I was on a motorcycle. I was in the left lane. And, um, you know, I was I was young about 21 years ago. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I look at my rear view because I, I sense, like, some, some flashing lights. And it was. There were some flashing lights. By the time I look back up to the road in front of me, 
a right. little Audi TT Roadster comes flying across from my right to my left. Now I'm in the left lane, and the concrete center divide is in the middle. Comes flying across, smashes almost, just misses me, smashes into the divider, starts spinning, almost hits me as he bounces off the divider, and I miss him. Luckily, you know, if you see flashing lights, you initially slow down. Right. Luckily, I did slow down because if I didn't slow down and if I was kept going and I didn't see that, he probably would have hit me either initially mm -hmm. or if I was going as fast when he bounced off the wall. But nonetheless, I kept going. I didn't get hit. And I looked back in my rear view and he's spinning across the highway. And it turned out it was a police chase. But, man, I'll tell you, I must have just rode home and not... I don't. Re I rode right home, probably not even stopping or thinking, like in a zone, like crazy. I'll never forget that. Oh, I can imagine. And just the idea that you're on a motorcycle to begin with while all this is happening. Yeah, one and nine in Linden, right by uh, you know where the Exxon, where the BJ is. The Exxon was right on my right. You uh -huh. know, I remember. I'm, I just got through that light. I, I kind of, I guess I was trying to. I guess I kind of sped up maybe to get through whatever. But nonetheless. I can't believe it, man. Like, I've never seen... I've seen some other crazy stuff, but... I now, was like, man... You know, at that age... You absolutely. Well, you're 19 when this is happening. You're barely driving, only like a year or so, and, and this is happening right away. And you're still driving motorcycles? No, I haven't, and I, ha I still have the license. No, I, I haven't had a bike in about 10 years. All right, man. I'm going to put you in the hopper. Wow, what a story. What a story. 1-800-283-101.5. Rich is in East Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rich. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Uh, if that Tesla driver needs a good lawyer, I got one for him. You know what? I'm surprised because if I were him, I'd have a lawyer. I'd have. I'd be on that case immediately. I mean, did you ever hear such a thing? Uh, even just for the fact that it's a new car, you figured they'd have to cover it. But why wouldn't they, especially now? Yep. Well, here's my story. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, about 27 years ago or so, right. it was pretty scary for me. My mom, who was 73, my son, who was two at the time, uh -huh. were driving home on Route 1 South right. in the rain. Right. Motorcycle comes by flying by me. Right. Cuts me off. Just so happened we're coming up on some lights. Light turns red. He can't stop. Oh, man. He hits the person in front of him. He goes flying off the road to the side of the road, hits a tree, splats right down on the grass. Oh. Terrible. I had nightmares for years after that. Oh, my God. Uh, that's, that's, that, that may be the scariest story I've heard. That is amazing. Thank God it wasn't you. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you're all, and you witnessed the whole thing. Yes, yes. We pulled over into the park, called 911. Mm -hmm. By the time I got out of the car, someone had stopped and right. uh, went over to him. It was a woman. She happened to be an e uh, EMT. Right. I, I said, is he okay? She said, he'll live. He is just very, very drunk. My God. You shake your head when you hear that, you know, you, you, what can you say? You know, Rich, hold on, I'm going to put you on hold. You know, uh, you wonder why anybody would get behind the wheel drunk, and then you hear these stories. 1-800-283-101.5. Give me your scariest story behind the wheel. 
things that happened to you while you were driving in New Jersey. Here's a man who uh, loses the steering wheel on his car, his Tesla, his brand. Imagine you save up. You get the Tesla. You're all happy. You got the family in it. This is a big deal for you. I got to imagine the first electric car, right? And the steering wheel comes off. And as scary as that is, it's even more scary when they won't make good on it. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Are you in the market of flipping homes? Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you get your newly renovated home sold fast and for the most money possible. Mary Ellen renovated a home in Somerville and had so much fun doing it that she decided to sell it and do it again with another home. She connected with Rob's team, who put their world-class marketing tools to work. In only eight days on the market, there were six showings and multiple offers. The home sold for $429,500, which was $14,000. $1,500 over the list price. Mary Ellen got a great return on her investment and is eagerly anticipating the next project. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy is experienced negotiating, attracts the best offer from the most qualified buyers. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at RobSellsNG nj.com that's robsellsnj.com or google robsellsnj and then you know what you do yeah start packing is fast traffic trip to atlantic city with your valentine new jersey 101.5 is giving you a free sweet escape to the tropicana atlantic city starting monday listen at 9 a.m 2 p.m and 5 p.m for our secret code word enter it on our app to win a free overnight stay plus a 50 dollars dining gift card for your valentine there's three winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor tropicana atlantic city a caesar's rewards destination good luck and happy valentine's day from new jersey 101.5 Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Scary, scary situation. Guy buys a Tesla. Steering wheel comes off in his hand. He's driving with the family. This happens, of course, on the road. In Woodbridge, he manages to um, get the safety. Goes into a divider, calls the uh, police department who come, take care of the business, take care of the situation, and uh, goes to Tesla, and they say, hey, not my problem. Here's the bill to fix it. How about that? So your scariest moment behind a car, uh, behind the wheel. And uh, the best stories are going to get a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium on Big Game Sunday, February 12th. You'll watch the big game uh, at MetLife Stadium with a whole bunch of like former Giants and Jets and Knicks and John Sterling from the Yankees. You could go on the field, take photos, eat. A good time will be had by you all. Ted is in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ted. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. I have quite a few stories, but I'll, I'll pick my favorite. Okay. Um, clearly, I have a guardian angel because I'm still with us. Yeah, really. Thank God. <laughs> Way back when. How are you still with us? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you heard some of these stories, you'd, you'd scratch your head, too. Okay. Um, one of them was when I was in my 20s, and my girlfriend and I were going to a party, and, and we were driven by a, another friend. Right. And the party got a little old, and it was getting late, and so my girlfriend and I got tired, and we went, and we, uh, my friend didn't want to drive us home, so we went in the backseat of his car, and we fell asleep. Right. And a few hours later, he decided to, to go home, and we stayed in the backseat, slept through most of the ride, until when we figured he was doing about 50 miles an hour, so he fell asleep at the wheel, right. hit a tree, put the car into a spin, and then the car went into a roll, 
So we ended up on the roof. Wow. Running down the road. And I woke up with the sound of the bang. A second later, I was slammed into the back of the front seats. And then I landed on all fours on, on the roof of the car while it was upside down. And I could feel all the, the waves and potholes in the road through the sheet metal of the roof. And oh. I just thought that the sheet metal, that sheet metal is going to go and I'm going to turn into chop meat. Wow. So, didn't. No, no, no. What happened to everybody else in the car, too? Well, that's the best part, I guess. Uh, my friend went to the hospital. He was in for a week with cosmetic surgery to his face. Right. Broken arm, broken leg. My girlfriend had internal injuries, so she was in the hospital for about two months. Right. And uh, I walked away. No scratches. You nothing. do have a guardian angel. Yeah. And how did they feel about that? They we're very happy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got to come and keep them company in the hospitals. So yeah. That was a good friend. Thank God. You know, thank God you were right. I'm putting you in the hopper. And that's one story. Could you imagine the rest of his stories? Janet is in Whiting under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Janet. Hi, how are you? Good, you? I'm good. Driving home from work. Oh, okay. Where do you work? Uh, at Ocean Medical Center. Oh, okay. So you must have a great story. Uh, well, this is a few years ago. Right. I was um, actually um, driving on the turnpike. Right. And um, what happened was there was a truck in front of me dropped something from the truck. I swerved. I was in the right-hand lane, swerved onto the, um, uh, yeah, side of the road to go around it. Right. And hit a pothole that was full of water. The car started spinning. It spun literally across the entire turnpike. And as it was, I started to spin, I hit. I thought to hit the the um, horn. Right. And um, I spun all the way across the turnpike, landed right next to the divider, but didn't hit it. And when I came to a stop and I looked in front of me, I was going the opposite direction, and there was an entire line of cars all stopped in front of me. They heard the horn, and they all stopped. Oh, you were a lucky lady. You were very lucky lady. I was a lucky lady. And they're, they're, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this. All yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and they're all looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, they're thinking I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, it's the most powerless feeling when the car loses control because you are totally at the mercy. You're at God's mercy. So that's all I can think of. That's all you can do. Warns that people would know. Yeah, and just let them know to get the hell out of the way. All right, yeah. Janice, I'm putting you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. I was coming down 295 uh, in a Mustang with T-tops, uh, cranberry red. And all of a sudden, it's, it's like fourth, It's like 5 o'clock in the morning. I was on my way to work, right? And the car just starts spinning down on the black ice. Almost like doing, like, what do you call it, curly cues? You know, like the top of the hostess cupcake? Down to 95. And when you're in the car and you see, like, as it's going round and round, you go around, you see the cars coming at you, you turn around, you see the car in front, you see nothing in front of you. You go around again, you see the cars coming at you, you see nothing in front of you. And they're all swerving and everything around me. So uh, I eventually uh, got went off the side of the road, you know, like on the side of 295 going down South Jersey, like around, you know, Doran, Cherry Hill. You go off the road, you go into the ditch, you go into the grass. And that's what I did. And then eventually, you know, composed myself, drove back, yeah, got the car back on, went to work. And thinking to myself, you know, I should 
go check checked in the emergency room. Probably be a good idea. And it's only, I was doing the updates on the Stern Show at the time, so it's only like, you know, me and the producer there. So now, you know, what do I do here? So I recorded a couple of updates and gave them to the producer, went down to uh, Hahnemann Hospital, got checked out, turned out to be okay, and uh, listening to the radio, and I'm listening to me doing the updates, and it was pretty cool. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5, but it's the most powerless thing when you lose control on the black ice. Uh, Linda is in Bridgewater on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Linda. Linda, you there? Hey, Linda. Linda? Uh, let's go to Paula. Paula is in Berkeley Heights on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Paula. Hi there, Steve. It's a pleasure speaking to you today. Same here. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing well, thanks. My story is a little bit different than the others, but there are some similarities. Um, I was driving home from work. I worked in New York. Right. And I would drive to pick up my kids. Right. And uh, my husband was usually, you know, an hour or two behind me. And I'm coming down 1 and 9, heading toward Route 78. So I'm going straight. And one of those little motorcycles comes around, speeding in and out of traffic. I didn't actually see him. Right. And I could, I could hear that there was someone behind me. And then suddenly he cuts across the zebra stripes. Cuts in front of me. I slammed on my brakes, but it was too late. And there's a motorcycle landed on the hood of my car. The driver was behind me. I was too afraid to get out of the car because I thought for sure he was dead. Oh, my God. What happened? It happened to be there. He landed on the ground. He had road rash all over him. The police came. The ambulance came. He refused medical attention. But the irony was there was a New York police detective a couple of cars behind me Mm. saw the whole thing he was able to be there on the spot he called the police that were from newark Mm -hmm. he was terrific the funny part of the story is my husband being an hour or two behind me was trying to call me to tell me that he was stuck in a traffic jam only to find out that i was the one causing the traffic jam oh my god you're a lucky lady you're in so many ways you're a lucky lady I just was so afraid to get out of the car. Yeah. I couldn't even get out because I just thought for sure this man was dead. And he turned out to be okay? What happened? Well, he refused medical attention. He had road rash all over his body. His jacket was, was, you know, destroyed. But he refused medical attention. Why, I don't know, but... That's on him. That's on him. All you could do. Yeah. Paul, I'm putting you in the hopper. 1-800-283-101.5. It's 830. Now, the latest New Jersey... 800-283-101.5. Imagine driving your brand-new Tesla, only to have the wheel come off in your hands. And imagine, you say, what could be worse than this? How about having the whole family in the car with you? And uh, you guide the car to safety. You call the police. You go to Tesla, and they tell you it's not their problem. And uh, they're going to charge you to fix it. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, your scariest moment driving, your scariest moment behind the wheel. And what we're doing is all the scary moments we're listening to, and the scariest, uh, as determined by our panel of judges, will win a pair of tickets to the Lead Fest at MetLife Stadium Big Game Party, February 12th, starting at 4.30 p.m. There's going to be all kinds of celebrities there, food, you get to go on the field. A good time shall be had by all. Shannon is in Pemberton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How about you? 
I'm good, thanks. So our my scariest story, and I still have PTSD from it to this day, I swear, it was about five years ago. My husband and I are driving a northeast, northeast extension in one car. Behind us is our kids, um, our adult son, um, our other son, his fiance, and then our teenage son. And we're driving, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see two tires that came off a tractor trailer on the opposite, on the oncoming lane. And they are literally bouncing around in the road in between traffic, and they bump, they bounce over the median strip, and they head right to us. Wow. And like, he's like, pull over. So I pull over on the side of the road. But at the same time, I'm hitting my horn because I don't know if our kids behind us see these giant tires that are coming our way. They missed our car within inches. And all of a sudden, all I heard was glass and shattering. And I couldn't turn around. I was frozen with fear. I thought for sure that these giant tires had just hit our kid's car. And my husband turned around. He's like, no. What had happened was there was a box truck that actually came in between our car and our, and our kid's car at the very last minute and unfortunately took the impact of these tractor-trailer tires. The driver was okay, but the, the box truck was demolished. Oh um, it was God. the scariest thing. I thought in an instant that our kids were gone or we were gone or it was just, yeah, so giant tractor-trailer tires. Wow. That's our scary story. Yeah, it starts with the tractor trailer tires and it ends, oh my God, with the kids. That I'm going to put you in the hopper. That's an incredible story. We're getting some really good ones, you know? Uh, worse than I would have imagined. 1-800-283-101.5. Let's go to uh, Anthony in Philadelphia on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Anthony? The sky, the ceiling. How you feeling? Oh, it's you. I didn't realize it was you. I had to bring in the music. I got to cue the band up. I didn't know it was you. Listen, you're slipping in your old age. You gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta right. You're slipping. It didn't say Anthony. It just said Anthony. All right. Let me hear this story. You want to go to a you want to go to a watch party at the Meadowlands, Mr. Eagle fan? This will be fun. Go ahead. I want to hear this. So, um, on New Year's Eve, I caught a flat. Okay. Just what happens? I was like a. A block away from this tire shop, right? Small tire shop, right? Um, they put the tire on for me and stuff. That was New Year's Eve. A week ago today, I'm driving down the street on the way to work, right? And my my car is wobbling, like real, like wobbling. So I pulled over and jumped out, and on the on the driver's side front, four of my lug nuts and stems had broken off. Oh man, how do you drive like so, that? Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that. I, got, yeah. I thought it was something else in the car. So I, I turned around because I wasn't too far from the house to go back home. I got about a block or two, about three blocks, and then the, the whole wheel just popped off and shot across the street. And I'm grinding in the, in the concrete with my rotors and stuff. Oh, man. So so, so what happened? What ha did, you, did the car make good on it or what? No. So I um, called my guy. He came and told me um, parts and everything. I had to get a hub and rotors and brakes and, and um, oh, forearm. Man. So they said he did about 1600 bucks. So I went back to those guys. Right. And I said, um, listen, man, this is what happened to my car. I had a picture. And this, you know, you guys put the nuts on too tight, too tightly, and they broke off. I could have got killed. And what did he, he say? Said, um, he said, well, how do we know you didn't go somewhere else and get it done after you came here? Yeah, that's what they would do. That's what they would say. Yeah, yeah. I said, come on, man, seriously. <laughs>
You see, the other side of that is the business they're going to lose from you calling this radio station and telling all your friends and everything. Right. Isn't it better to just make good on the thing? It makes good, yeah. You know, you, 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 it just you give me something. So, so what they do? Yeah, nothing. It's amazing now. They do nothing. No, I got you know. I don't. I don't want to argue with the guys. And, no, but you know what? That totally blows because he knows you didn't do that. He knows you didn't. They, they, first of all, if they fixed the car, why they were such, did such a good job, why would you need to go anywhere else? Yeah. yeah he put the lug nuts on too tight, um, my um, mechanic said, and um, they popped off. Like, one by one, they popped off. Part of that is you hire. It's, it's very hard to find good help these days. And sometimes well, the only reason I find. went there, only reason I went there because I quit the flat, like, right a block from him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, we get a quick tire and put on, and yeah, it yeah. cost me $1,500 or so. So mm-hmm. can I borrow $1,500, please? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna put you in the hopper. If you win, you could sell, <laughs> you could sell the prize on eBay. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Pete is in Ewing. What's up, Pete? Uh, everything. How you doing? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. I woke up as usual. So. All right. Great day. And uh, now we move to the story. What happened? Let's see. Um, back when I, uh, while I was, you know, um, still sick, having my seizures, I had a bad seizure at home. Right. And after that grand mal seizure, I went into a postotic state where I'm a different person. I can do things and all that. Well, my wife came home from work, and I took the car. I wasn't driving right. when I was this, um, but I woke up behind the wheel. What? And yeah, I woke up driving. In a, in the postotic state, it's you're told you you do everything, but you're not you. So I ended up having another seizure, and as soon as that happened, I crashed into a tree, off the tree, into an apartment building. Oh my god! My guard, my guardian angels were looking at over me as usual. Big time. I had uh, they had to cut me out, but I had not a scratch on me, brother. Thank God. Your guardian angels were looking out for you. They were looking out for you big time. I love them, and I, I always thank them. But, hey, have a great weekend, pal. You got it, buddy. 1-800-283-101.5. Your scariest story behind the wheel. If it's happening, get bold and get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry and Special Olympics New Jersey for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands. Freezing for a reason. Saturday, February 25th. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics only from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse asking you the scariest story of you behind the wheel. Best one's going to get uh, tickets to the watch party of MetLife Stadium for the big game on February 12th. TheLeadFest.com is where you get the tickets if you want to buy them. Phil's in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Phil. How you doing? Good. Hi, Steve. Hi. I heard you the other night. Uh, you grew up in Union City? I did. Okay. You, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Back uh, in the early 80s, I got my hot chick girlfriend with me, right. a friend in a, in a brand new Buick Regal. Okay. I know, I know, I know nothing about hydroplaning. Okay, nothing. It's but you learned. Story. No, I learned. It's a driving rainstorm. Right. We're good and drunk, not blurry drunk, but drunk. Right. So I got a pocket full of money. 
I'm driving on Route 4, and Route 4, as you go into Anglewood, after Teaneck, takes a slight turn, and it's a downgrade. I'm going like 95, right. and I'm going to, to get a big bag, okay? Right. I'm not talking about weed. No. Okay? And uh, now I'm driving. The car starts hydroplaning to the right. I did six, six, six three sixties each time at ninety five, whipping faster and faster and faster. They're screaming. Oh the my car, god! The car stopped on the shoulder uh-huh. and it stalled, facing the wrong way in traffic. So it, it stalled. They ran out of the car. So I wheeled it around and I'm like, get the blank in here. And uh, we went on our way, but a little slower. Oh, my and God. And when it rains, I, that story comes to mind. Uh-huh. And, and, and you... And, and you slowed down. Bill, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's get uh, Barbara's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barbara. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Tell me your story. Very scary story. Okay. Um, Many years ago, when my children were little, I had them in my car on the Southern State Parkway in New York. Right. And um, it's like a three, four lane highway. Right. And out of the right peripheral vision, I saw um, two people running across this parkway. And the man in front of me, because of his position, he could not see them coming. And they ran in front of his car. He struck one of them. Oh. She landed in front of my car. Somehow I swerved and missed her. I run out of the car. I put a blanket on her. I go to the man who is screaming. He has a heart attack. The other girl that was running across the street, she's over in the um, the island, the median that separates the oncoming traffic, mm-hmm. and that li- that young girl later died, and we oh. found out that they had been playing Frogger all day, and this girl challenged this girl who was oh my God. Uh, mentally challenged to run across the parkway. Uh, it was the most devastating situation I've ever been in, in the traffic. Oh, my God. I, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. What an incredible. Uh, yeah. There are no words. There are no words. You know, they, they, on, on a stupid challenge, someone loses their life. Dominic is in Philadelphia. Dominic, bring us home. What you got? Steve, how you doing, buddy? Good. How about you? Ah. Uh, well, my story's not as dramatic as everybody else's, but uh, it's it's my story. Okay. So one year, uh, a few years back, after a snowstorm, I was running late for work. I'm clearing out the car. I thought I did a decent job, but I knew I didn't right. completely finish it. So I get on the road. I'm out leaving Philly. I'm on 42, heading south. All of a sudden, I'm driving about 50, 55 miles an hour. The sheet of snow that's left on top of my car comes completely down and covers my windshield as oh. I'm driving at that speed. Oh, my God. So what happened? Completely, completely blinded. I, could, I didn't know whether to stop. I didn't know whether to continue. I, I just let my foot off the brake and let God take, take care of the wheel. 
eventually I slowed down a little bit. I could kind of see out of my uh, mirrors on the side, and I drove over to the shoulder. My heart was beating out of my chest so bad that, I mean, after every snowstorm now, that's the first thing I hit is the roof of the car. I knew it was a mistake, but I thought I would get to my destination before anything should ha would happen or should happen. But it was it was the worst experience. I mean, oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, I'm getting a panic attack. Yeah, you know what? I, I, you know, that's why they have laws, and people don't take it, yeah. you know, take it seriously. But you absolutely, positively need to clean off your car, Dominic. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Dennis and Judy. We're in New Jersey. It's the annoyance capital of the world. It really is, by the way. <laughs> is it just us? We're part of the problem. Weekdays 10 till 2 on New Jersey. 101.5 and nj1015.com. W. Trenton, WKXWHD. It's all right. It's all right. Steve Trevelis getting you through the night. You and me at 11 o'clock talking all things Jersey because that's what we do here in 1 800 283 101.5. Go to nj1015.com. I've got so much stuff up there for you. The story of uh, Allie Ewing, 11 years old. She's got a mass in her brain. The doctors uh, say leave it alone. The family wants a second opinion. And there's a GoFundMe page. And I've got all the information at nj1015.com. Such a great little girl. Baseball, plays soccer in the band. To have this happen and the family, it's such a sad story because, you know, dad's a trucker. Mom stays home. She's got a non-communicative autism, autistic sister. And, uh, uh, it's it's you got to read the story you got to read the story and please please give what you can and uh, also pizza bowl three is going to be happening saturday at a uh, red's restaurant and bar in carlstad i'm going to be there with a whole bunch of people uh and uh we want you to come and hang out with us and i got all the stories the updates all these pizzerias hundreds of pizzerias across new jersey enter this contest this is the third year of doing it and uh let's see who got the who wins the pizza bowl for the best pizza in new jersey also the best balls in new jersey be a meatball thing all at nj1015 dot com. So, uh, if you're planning on uh, creating a ruckus in Ocean City this year, if you're a kid, well, things are going to be a little different now because Ocean City officials are putting teenagers on notice that it's not going to be an anything goes summer, and minors who misbehave on the boardwalk. Uh, the streets and the beaches are no longer going to be getting off with just a warning. Uh, now, last year, the way this worked, last year was different. You know, last year, the cops, you know, they could see kids smoking weed. They could see kids getting uh, drinking on the boardwalk. And if they busted the kids, the cops could get in trouble. Ocean City says enough of this. Uh, unruly teens in Ocean City will be taken to the police station and their mothers or fathers will be called to come and pick them up, according to the local officials. City council members unanimously approved the ordinance this month and makes changes to how the city will handle violations to 13 local laws, changes designed to target crowds of teens who are a nuisance during the busy summer season. And that's what happened uh, last year. So what I want to do here, uh, what I want you to do, did you ever have your parents get called for something that you did? Or as a parent, were you ever called about something that your children did? 
If you're the if you were the person, if you were the kid who had your parents called, what happened? What what was it that either uh, you know either the police had to call your parents and pick you up? Or the teacher had to call your parents, or the nun had to call your parents. Tell me the story. And what happened to you? And also, on the other side of that, if you were the parent, and you got called about something that your child had done, little Johnny who never does anything wrong, tell me. Tell me uh, what that story was. And uh, what did you do when you heard about it? You know, there's a scene in The Sopranos where uh, Meadow throws a party at, uh, at a grandmother's house. Grandmother passed away. They got the house. Meadow throws a big party. And uh, the scene ends with Tony and Camilla in bed. And Tony turns to his wife and says, so what are we going to do when she figures out there's nothing we can do? Because in the old days, you know what happened. Today, it's a little different. 1-800-283-101.5. So, uh, so marinate on that. And in the meantime, there's going to be a Horicon uh, in Sayreville this Saturday from noon to 6 at VFW Post 4699. And uh, one of the organizers, Chris, is it, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Cuneo or Cuneo? Well, first off, it's not just me. It's my brother Greg, which is the co-creator. So it's the two Cuneo brothers. Yeah, we're we're here right now, both of us. Yeah, Cuneo. That's how you pronounce Cuneo. It. All right, we got the Cuneo brothers. We got Chris and Greg Cuneo on the phone, and uh, you guys have been tracking me, and we finally get to hook up about this horrorcon. Tell me about the show. Well, uh, it's uh, first for our town. Uh, I'm a lifelong horror fan, and I was kind of like the chainsaw of the movie Summer School for my own high school, so right. it was really appropriate that we uh, came up with our own one for, for our town. Nice. Um, Greg, you want to say something about it, Greg? No, yeah, so we're going to be, uh, how we came up with it is me and my brother, uh, Chris and I, this is Gregory speaking, Right. Uh, we created a, a holiday in this thing called Chase's Calendar Events. It's a reference book that you would... You can find it at any uh, library. Right. Um, and it's it's an official day. It's an official I Heart Horror Day. It's, it's a horror celebration day. It's a, it's a, I'm looking at this. I Heart Horror. I love this. Okay. Yeah, it's it, we, we came up with it because it's the uh, the joint birthdays of George Romero. And Alice Cooper. Yeah, George Romero of Night. Really? Which yeah. is February 4th, yeah. Okay, I didn't, I've had Alice Cooper on before. George Romero, not so much. So, so what got you guys into horror? Uh, well, I, I was kind of like thrusted into it when I was four years old. My, my parents were at a date uh, at the uh, Amboy Drive-In at the time. It was right. a drive-in, and uh, and I woke up. I was in the, in the, supposed to be sleeping in the back back of the car, right. and I woke up and I, and I saw the beauty, which is uh, with his jaws. And uh, that that first scene that I actually saw was that was the head, you know, underneath the, the bottom of the boat. Oh man! And you didn't get traumatized. You said you saw that instead of getting traumatized. Little Chris says, "I gotta, I have found my my calling, my dream. I gotta produce horror yes, shows." And, and it just went from there. You know, next up was uh, seeing King Kong the following year. Right and. Uh, you know, from from there, I embraced uh, all those those you know because that was a big heyday for all the uh, the, the, the uh, resurgence of all the Universal monsters. Yeah. So everywhere you everywhere you go go you went there was like 
uh, there's Frankenstein and Dracula and, you know, and the Groovy Ghoulies and, and uh, you know, the, the Ghostbusters were a big show. The original Ghostbusters. The well, that wasn't was, horror. That was comedy, right? Yeah, that's my favorite genre, horror comedy. Horror comedy. Oh, okay. Tongue-in-cheek horror. What's that? Tongue-in-cheek horror. Yes. That's why I love Alice Cooper, because he's tongue-in-cheek. You listen to most of his music, and it's very campy. Uh, he's such a cool dude, too. He is such a cool dude. I had him on uh, last year. He was touring. But now, all right, now tell me, uh, Chris, Greg, uh, Cuneo, what makes a great horror movie? Oh, uh, well, of course, you, you want to get scared. Right. Um, that's, that's important. There's, there's, there's two different people. There's, there's the people that just, that just love, they're drooling when they're, when they're watching a, a horror movie and they're going, oh, like, what's the next kill going to be? And then there's, the, you know, most people, which I've asked people to go to this horror convention, and they're like, no, no, horror gives me nightmares or whatever. So I, I guess it's a combination of... Uh, suspense. Is that, you know, is there yeah, suspense, suspense is important. Gore. You got to have some gore. Or yeah, you got some gore. Okay. <laughs> and, I, of course, it has to, I like practical effects mostly. Right. I mean, you don't want a movie that's going to be too CGI nowadays. Even though they've come a long way, nothing, nothing beats those classic practical Tom Zavini effects. Yeah, you know what? You make a great point, though. You make a great point. Can you guys do me a favor? Hold on. I'm going to run traffic. We'll talk a little bit more after this. Can you hold on? Sounds good. All right, hold on. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fest Traffic. Of New Jersey is hosting their spring career and internship fair on February 22nd. Join them and meet with top New Jersey talent to fit your team's needs. Visit career.tcnj.edu for registration information. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. All right, I love horror. I heart horror. Live music, vendors, food, raffles, and more. Going to be this Saturday at the VFW Post 4699. 12 to 6 in beautiful Sayreville, put on by Chris and Greg Cuneo, who join me now. All right, so we were talking horror movies, boys, and what makes a good horror movie. And, like, we're talking about the CGI. Now, does the CGI ruin the horror movie because it's CGI and people now watch it they don't get scared? I got a comedian, Jeffrey Paul, in here with me now. Hey, Jeff. Hello. Thanks for having me, Steve. Hey, time. So, like, does the, does the CGI guys ruin the horror movie because now people see it and they don't get scared. They go, ah, it's CGI. I, I wouldn't think that it ruins it. Um, well, it takes away from it. It's definitely practical is better. Nothing yeah. compares to practical. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, because I keep on thinking of the, earl the earlier CGI used in horror movies, and that just, uh, I don't know, left a bad taste in my mouth, and I, I can never get past that. But, I mean, there is some cool stuff that's been done with, with zombies and things like that. It enhances it sometimes. Yeah, like which that. which could be fun, but not, I will always uh, put forward a yeah. put, practical, over, put CGI. practical over CGI. Yeah. All right, now you guys are raising money for Deborah Hart and Lung Center this Saturday. Uh, so tell us what's going to happen. What's going to happen at the, uh, at the HorrorCon? Well, uh, thank you for bringing up the, the charity, the Deborah. It's, of course, very important. Um, you know, it, we, we, uh, we went to them, and with open arms, they love the concept. 
of uh, a horror day uh, with with good-hearted horror horror people coming and collect you know collecting money for a charity. So uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about making a, a good amount of money for for the Devor uh, Heart and Lung Fund because I've heard nothing but beautiful stories of of people they've saved many times, you know, over and um, you know. And so what we're doing about with the horror convention is. We, we, I wanted to do a horror convention and do it and make sure that all horror was uh, was there and represented. Like right. we have horror bands, we have horror authors, we have we have horror filmmakers, and, uh, and, and, and horror business. Everything is horror. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, showing sure horror movies. Are you scaring people at the door? <laughs> We're having cosplay. Yeah, we will have two two of the the most important cosplayers to our. Horror uh, holiday, which is uh, uh, of course Jason Voorhees, which is from there the you go. Okay, and uh, Harry Harry Warden, which is from my bloody Valentine, which pretty much got the the ball rolling in my head to have a, a, a Valentine's Day slash Halloween, in, you know, in February. Uh huh. Well, that's what you need in February, you know, right before Valentine's Day, you know, a little little my bloody Valentine, get things going. All right, Chris, what is your all time favorite horror movie? Well, I, I saw that you put the poll on, on your page, your Facebook page. And right. I will always answer the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, why that? 1974. Um, well, I, I told the story in a podcast the other day. We, we were at the wharf when we were kids uh, with our family. We went to a seance, a made-up seance. I thought it was the real thing. They they turned the lights off and then I, a chainsaw went off and uh, I was on the I was on the table I was fearing for my life and there was something about the, the, the thrill the thrill of the, the buzz saw which right. which stuck with me and that I embraced that you know and said all right well I love being scared and that just scared the living crap out of me so I think I'm gonna love that sound for forever that you was know, the so feeling I got when I watched the Giants play the Eagles being a Giant fan and the Eagles got the ball and in my head and I got ran, and it was thirty-eight to seven. Next thing I knew. <laughs> Greg, Greg, what is what is your favorite horror movie, and why? Uh, I'll say Poltergeist from nineteen eighty-two. Really? Um, I was able to see it in the, in the theaters when I was a kid. Uh, Chris got to see it because he's six years older than me. Right. So I can hear from it uh, secondhand from him. But when I finally saw it, the the, the first, I, it's just like one of those like perfect movies. Not, it's not even a, like a, a perfect horror movie. It's just a perfect movie because it's uh, it's not only about horror, but it also has to deal with like a family that's being terrorized, but and you care for them, you know. And we we love the paranormal. We love the paranormal. Yeah, uh, we're big. We're good. Yeah, that Elvin as well. We're, we're gonna have a lot of paranormalists at the event as as well because it's. It kind of feeds into the brand of I R R and being scared by like ghosts and stuff. Now, what about the what about the cartoons? What about like the the the, the funny horror movies? You know, like what about like Casper the Friendly Ghost and stuff like that? Oh, that is funny that you bring that up because before when I when I brought up the Ghostbusters, he said that that's not scary. Well, again, um, you know, it goes back to Casper. Actually, that is the first memory that I have of. Um, of ghosts and uh, you know uh, having a, being a hero like he, Casper was like my first hero even right. before Jaws. I actually went I went dressed as Casper when I was five, right. and then the following year uh, I went as Jaws. So they were like my, my first two like favorite favorite people I mean, or things or whatever you know and favorite people that I you know that I that I felt comfortable for Halloween yeah, for Halloween of there course. you go all right. 
like the old Ben Cooper masks. I dressed, you know, I used, I used to go and pick them out, and and Casper was my first, and and Jaws was my second. Yeah. All right, who is who is Casper's who is Casper's evil cousin? Oh shit! Don't oh, say that. Say. Come on, you can't curse on the radio. Remember. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I know the dude with the, I know the dude with the, uh, the the cigar. Oh my goodness! All right, how about this one? How about this one? And don't curse on the radio. Who was Casper's girlfriend? Wendy. Hey, all right, Wendy. There we go. We'll give you. We got that one. We got. We got Wendy. Hold on. Too bad I have a prize for you. All right, here's the thing. Here's the prize. You go to iHeart Horror this Saturday, 12 to 6 p.m. at the VFW Post 4699. Uh, it's 575 Journey Mill Road, Sayerville, right across from the Starland Ballroom. Say hello to my friend Chris Johnston. He works there. Uh, our friend Chris Johnston. And, uh, boys, best of luck with the show, man. Thanks for coming on. Let me know how it goes. Thanks for having us on, Thank Steve. So much, it, Steve. Me it means you a lot. We love 101.5, and we yeah. love you. We We're appreciate that. You're great people, man. Thank you. How about that, man? Right? Horicon. That sounds like fun. Hey, it's going to be a blast. Sean Morton is here now. What's up, my friend? I got I got Virginia Square. Okay, I got the right mic. Okay, now try. Yeah, it, there helps, you it helps me turn the mic on. Well, you, know, you know, it's the little things. I'll get this right eventually. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of things we got to talk about coming up. We got some music stuff we got to talk about. Talk about horror movies. And um, did your parents? Did you? Did you ever? Uh, did your parents ever get called by the cops about you? Right? Have you ever had the parents called by the cops about? How about you? You ever had? Uh, you ever get in trouble where like the cops or a teacher called your parents? I don't recollect anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I plead the fifth. Someday yeah, exactly. my sons will be listening to this. They should never know. <laughs> Nine thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news. 1015 Steve Trevelis. All right, we got Jeffrey Paul is in here. He's usually in here on Wednesday nights. Right. We brought him in on Thursday. Right. Liven things up. Liven things up. Yeah, Thursday's a little dull. Well, what can we possibly do to make this better? You bring in me, and you bring in my co-host on the podcast. Well, you got to get closer to the microphone there, Brady. You can I'm, raise that up there. there I'm eating. Okay. You're eating. Okay, I'm Sean eating. Morton is not eating. What's it, up, my friend? It, it's a lot better when Jeff is way far away from the microphone. Yeah, really. We, we get actually, people, it's been actually a request. <laughs> actually, it wasn't a request. It was on demand. Yes. <laughs> when I started radio, it was by request. Now it's on demand. We want it. We want it now. We're not wasting any time. I see you guys are going to be a catcher rising star yes uh t he'll be with me on friday night uh march 3rd march friday march 3rd yes okay and then uh the next night i have someone else coming in but you'll be there march 4th too. i'll be there march 4th in the big uh, upstairs with nini grace yes yes so well, we will forecast how you're doing yes <laughs> <laughs> nini's a medium she's a soul healer that's a good show you bring your injured soul we take care of it so how is that working? She's so amazing. Are you, you're, you're going on first. Are you telling jokes or? I'm going to introduce her. Uh, th that's it. That's it. Are you going to be fielding questions like you know, well, like, you, you know, you facilitator? Yeah, I'm the facilitator. The I'm going to facilitator. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be siphoning out the crap. Exactly. That's what Steve Trevelisi does. All right, now, now Ocean City. Ocean City. Right. There used to be last year. If your kids got in trouble, the cops couldn't call your parents, or the cop could go to jail. It's a whole thing in New Jersey with the with the new New Jersey. Now Ocean City says, uh, "Screw that! <laughs> you get in trouble in Ocean City, we're calling your parents." Wait, if you're underage right. and you got in trouble, the cops would not call they your house. Cannot call your parents because what, what, what? they could go to jail for a violation. 
Of what? Your civil rights? Yeah. That's insane. I know. That this has been a whole what, thing last year. What, what what was the logic behind it? The logic behind it, I have the logic behind it is the twisted logic that is New Jersey, and it was the same thing where uh, you know if you could if the cops and the cops I had Pat Colligan on the PBA president of PBA says we just telling them to walk away, you know hey how you doing guys are right keep going it's not worth the aggravation, and uh, basically if a, if a kid is drunk or smoking weed and a cop sees it and he busts the kid. And they were, they were at the beginning, they weren't even allowed to tell the parents. So now, uh, Ocean City says, uh, we're telling the parents. So why, I wanted, would you, why would you hide this from the parents? I have no Steve, idea. Steve, are you familiar with the broken window theory? I saw that on Blue Bloods. Okay. Do you know what it is? No. Broken window theory is very simple. It's like you, you address the little things, and then the big things don't happen. Okay? That makes sense. So, so if you... If, if, you, if you have to pay a consequence for something small now, mm-hmm. then you're going to advert anything big from happening, okay? So why, you know, if, so if a kid gets in trouble, gets arrested for a minor infraction, okay? That's the thing that could deter him from going down the exactly. wrong path. So why wouldn't there be some type of penalty? As opposed to say, hey, you can get away with it, and let's see how much you can get because away with. Because in New Jersey, it's about protecting the criminals, and it's about uh, protecting the civil rights of the children as opposed to, uh, you know, letting them face the discipline for what they did wrong. Is that just New Jersey or is, or is that becoming like the thing in the United States now? Well, hopefully it won't be. I don't, I don't think you should have rights till you're like 18. Well, right. When you're 18, then well, marijuana is legal at 18. Yeah. So they couldn't do anything. But this is, this is for the underage. So what I'm doing here is basically asking. Have you guys ever been in a situation through your life where your parents got a call, either from the police, from a teacher, from anybody? Hold on. Brett's been hanging on for a long time, and I want to get him on. Brett in Hopecon is on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brett. Hey, what's up, Steve? How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great, man. So um, I, was, I was home visiting. I was visiting home from college. Right. And it was New Year's Eve. Right. And I took my mom's car to a friend's party, and the party was really boring. So I left, and I went to the town gym, and I knew how to break into it. Right. So I started working out at midnight, and my mom gets a call from the police. Um, your car is in the parking lot of the gym here. Uh, what's going on? And so they end up. You know, knocking on the gym door, and I come out in my workout gear, and the police were like, uh, Mr. Uh, Brett, um, your mom says to go to the party and be a normal kid for once and stop working out. And they literally, like, they, they made me leave the gym, and obviously because I wasn't supposed to be there, but... Right. Yeah, they they called my mom, and my mom was like, I can't believe that my own son is not <laughs> at a party and working, but it paid off. How about that, though? The fact that you didn't go to the party and you were working out. <laughs> it, it paid off. I ended up being Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double. Really? In Terminator. Get out! So the, the gym world was very kind to me mm-hmm. in the long run. How about that? Good for you. That's a good story. I like that. Right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. The guy, guy. that's when his parents get called. And I know you got a better story than that, Jeff, right? I, I do. It's, it's a little embarrassing, but I mean, so I'm down in the Jersey Shore. I was in Belmar. And do you guys remember a place called Mary's Husband's yeah. Cab? 
Okay, so I had a house maybe about four blocks away, and I just got my car. I was maybe 18 years old, okay? We've been playing quarters all afternoon and then going over to the turtle races. Right, okay? turtle races. Remember the turtle races? Remember turtle races, okay? yeah. We're going over. So I could very easily make this walk, but I decide, no, I'm going to drive, okay? Now, I've been playing quarters all afternoon, and I was driving. I sideswiped the car, didn't realize it, kept going, and then parked in the crosswalk right by Mary's husband's pub. I go outside to grab a smoke, and I see cops around my car, okay? Mm. And they're like, are you the owner of this vehicle? I'm like, yes, I am. I mean, I sober up real quick, okay? Like, you give this officer permission to drive your car? I'm like, what's happening? Like, well, you're being arrested for hit and run and parking in a crosswalk, okay? But so, it wasn't you. I, well, I, you know, I, I don't know what happened. Cause, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit buzzed. I'm a right. little scared. I'm by myself now. They take me down to the station. You're allowed a phone call. And right. this is the time there's no cell phones. Right. Okay. So I go through the phone book. I call my uncle. He's the only guy I know in New Jersey. He happened to know the desk sergeant. Get out. I wind up, I wind up just getting a ticket, have to come back, just pay a fine, and that's it. Did you hit and run? Yes. Or oh, you did? Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. I, I, I must have. I mean, because there was... You must there, have. Well, there was paint on my car from, an, from another car. Oh, my God. I must so, have, someone must have been double parked. This kind of remember. I must right. have gone too close to this other car. Must have sideswiped it. And it just kept going. And in the end, it was just a fine. It was just a fine. You were unlucky so-and-so. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever had the police or a teacher call your parents about something that you did wrong? Have you ever gotten that call? All Jersey. New Jersey 101.5 in Pet Center. Old Bridge are looking for the Garden State's cutest pet. Send us a photo of your very little best friend. Our grand prize winner gets a $500 gift card to Pet Center. Thanks to our sponsor, Pet Center, located in the shops at Old Bridge. Got Jersey's cutest pet? Send us your photo on our free app or nj1015.com. Today, Steve Trevelis. Sean Morton's in the house. Jeffrey Paul's in the house. Yes, I am. We're talking about uh, Ocean City. Now they're going to tell your parents when you get in trouble. So I want to know, has anyone ever called? Uh, you ever had your parents called by the cops or a teacher or something like that? Roberta is in Blairstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Roberta. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How about you? Oh, not too bad. Headed home from work. Yeah, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> so when I was younger, my mom was very good friends with the police captain in our town. Oh, that's so. Anytime there was something that's not on, good, he'd call and ask if I was home, and if I wasn't, you know, back then I had a beeper, so that thing uh. would go nuts. <laughs> or she'd call wherever I was supposed to be, and turns out I wasn't there, so it was even, you know, I get home and it's oh man, yeah, every time. Oh man, so so was the worst thing they ever called? Did you ever get in trouble where they had a call back? No. No, like, I never really got in trouble, trouble. They just kind of got me out of trouble, you know? It was, like, the free warning because he liked my mom so much. So Preventive maintenance. Oh, he liked your yeah. mom. Oh, that's a different yeah. story. See, that, that could have been a get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, well, if I was doing stuff that bad, but, I mean, back then, you know? Uh -huh. <laughs> she wanted to save it for that. something good. I like that. I like yeah. that. So now, now, do you have kids? I do. I have two. And it's funny. So we, I haven't had any cops called. You know, my daughter right. got pulled over for going too slow when she first got her license. But right. funny, when she was in second grade, she was watching uh, like a Little Shop of Horrors kick, loving this movie. And in second grade, they start learning about plants and feeding it and photosynthesis. And right. she, <laughs> she 
had the job to go water the plants and take care of them. And <laughs> she asked the teacher if she could have a pair of scissors or a knife. And teacher looked at her and she goes, yeah, we got to get some fresh blood for him. <laughs> even know what to make of it. <laughs> she starts explaining this movie like it's real life. Boy, that phone call was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Tom is on. Uh, Tom, where the hell are you, Tom? What's 579? I'm on 206. Oh, okay, that's better. <laughs> so tell me your stories. Uh, this happened 50 years ago. Right. 16. Right. Senior in high school. Right. Five of us decided we are going to cut school the next day and go joyriding. Okay. Okay, so I checked in at homeroom. Went over to the diner across the street where we were supposed to meet. Right. They must have gotten tired of waiting for me and left, which is the best thing that could have happened because they get busted. They broke into somebody's house the next county over, got arrested because the guy was home. They all went to jail. They said that I was with them. So the they called the police in our township. They come to my parents' house. My mother says, he's not here. He's in school. They go to the school. Right. And the principal calls, calls me down to the office. And I said, well, I've been here all day. And they checked with my teachers, and I had been there all day. So I didn't go to jail, but those guys... I think they did five years each. Wow. And you dodged a bullet. Look at this. See, back in the day, right? Back in the day when you went to jail for getting in trouble. How about that? Now you get net tickets. You get net tickets, right? Yeah, this thing with the marijuana. John Bramnick tweeted this out. This was a big deal. New marijuana law prohibits police officers from taking action against the juvenile driver of a motor vehicle if the police officer smells the odor of marijuana. This means the odor of marijuana does not establish probable cause for any further action by the police. Well, in all fairness, Steve, it could be the air freshener. Yeah, that was it. Cannabis air freshener. That's right. right. You know, I sometimes have a, a vodka air freshener. Yes, you know, you, know. you, know, you got yeah, it. makes perfect sense. Keep up with the times. We should have a bullet air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Sean Morton, Jeffrey Paul in the house. Don't go anywhere. I'm not. New Jersey 101.5, home of the nationally award-winning news department. The Radio Television Digital News Association has awarded us the Murrow Award for Best Newscast. For award-winning news you can trust, we are New Jersey 101.5. XW Trenton, WKXW HD. To listen to me whine about nothing and everything I'll that was almost made to be an intro. I think when Green Day did that song, they're thinking, you know what? Someday when this fades, they can use this on talk radio. Yes, now it's on classic rock. Now it's on classic oh. rock. This is oldies. Can you believe that? It's disgusting. I might, I know. Oh. You know, I, I worked on the first classic rock station, uh, WYSP, when we flipped and brought in Howard Stern. And at the time, it was, what, 1985. And... It was 86, and the whole thing was, you know, uh, going to be the greatest music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And classic rock started from 1967 till 1985, which is when we started. 
And if you had to cheat the format, cheat backwards and not forward. And it was so cool. And to think that after all these years, that music, and Bruce Springsteen said, Bruce said it on the Howard Stern Show, if you had a guitar from 1967 to 1985, that was the era. And here we are all these years later, and, uh, and it's still going on. And now, like you were saying, now, now Green Day, 1994, I think this is, suddenly the needle has moved. But the, but the popularity of the music is pretty much, like, where's the cutoff? Still 85, 86, maybe 88 well, now? For, for classic rock? Yeah. 93, 94? I, 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 I think classic rock is now early 90s. I think that is considered classic rock. So you and go I, 94. Yeah, and I think when you start talking like 60s, like Herman's Hermits and... and uh, That's not classic rock. Flo, Flo, no, you know what that is now? That's like the Charleston from like when we were growing up. That's like the 1920s. The Charleston. No, but you know what? The Charleston. Yeah. You know, but think about this. It's, it's, the, same, think it's about the same this. time period. Think, no. You know what? All right, this is 2023. So if we, there are radio stations now, including this one on the weekends, that play music from the 70s and the 80s. So the 70s was 60 years ago, mm -hmm. right? 70s, 80s, 90s. The 70s was 50 years, 50 years ago. 50 years ago. 60s was 60 years ago. Right. Okay. So now if you go back to the 70s, if you were a child of the 70s. Good point. But you never, and I was a child of the 70s. Right, you listen to WABC, WNWFM, right, the name of the father, and then all that. But you did not hear anybody. There were no stations with the greatest hits of the 20s, 30s, and early 40s. No, right? And, and why was that? No music from the 30s, barely the 40s. Uh, and, the 40s was like what Tommy Dorsey. It was it was Sinatra. It was, it was big band. It was it was right. It was very very niche. Glenn Miller. Right. No, no, it was very very popular. WNWAM played it. Right, but. You don't have as many, you know, you have the old blues guys. Right. Okay. But like in the sixties, which is now like kids but today. But music was only 20 years old then. Right. But kids today. Right. Okay. I'm saying they look at like Bob Dylan and the sixties music as like the way, as when we were kids looking at like twenties music or thir or you're, even You're kind of right. I think what happens is you can't really say anything is really classic rock because it goes by the generation. So I'm an, I'm a child of the seventies, but I, I grew up in the eighties. So for me, classic rock is from the late sixties until the end of the Well, 70s. that's the definition of classic rock. But that's, that's the true me, definition. But the line changes. I don't as, know that as, it does. Why? Because as as we get older and time goes by, that line changes. Because now, who even like All right. a lot of people aside from the Beatles and the Stones, right. a lot of sixties music now starts to fall by the wayside. It's unfortunate, the way, the but only, it does. The only problem with that is, it's now there are now a new genre. There are radio stations now who are playing fifties and sixties music. A lot of it online. A lot of it streaming. I listen to Dave Hevel doing a 60s uh, satellite survey. You know, I mean, you, there are, you know, the, that music has been moved to streaming. You can, and, find, you can find anything on streaming. But, but, but the streaming of those songs, of those oldies, are very, very popular. The definition of classic rock and the difference between the classic rock, and I don't know about you, but I know about me. I mean, like, Today, today's audiences, today's kids were brought up on the Beatles. My sons were brought up on the Beatles. My son's named Lennon. But they were brought up on the Beatles. They were brought up on all that music because of the technology and because of the evolution of the technology. Like back in the 70s, you, if you listened to music from the 20s, you heard it on a 78 phonograph. Whereas today, 
Paul McCartney once said, you know, if you, if you get an old book, you go to the museum, you see the book, it's under the glass case with the yellow pages, the yellowed pages. He goes, we're always going to be fresh and new, the Beatles, because of technology. Sure. And every time it, the technology changes the format, the Beatles and all those bands go along with it. And right. that's what makes it hold up. And that's why today there are so many radio stations during the pandemic. What was the comfort food? Classic rock. Mm -hmm. All the classic rock stations went through the roof. Now, here's my, the reason I bring this up. Here's my question. We talk about classic rock. You know, where's the needle? 85, 93. Is there, is, is rock dying? Is there, is there enough to no, replenish it? But no, wait a minute. Is not, there enough to replenish it to keep it going? Because yes, I don't know. Who 100%. are the great, who are the great bands, the real popular bands that we know of? We, we, we from saw last night. We right, hold last on. Night. From 19, let me finish. From 1994 mm -hmm. till 2023. I mean, right, right now. I mean, well, from that, Foo Fighters right there. Okay. Foo, that's a great one. But I mean, for people say, see, Next week, I'm just asking. I, I know, but next week is the Grammys, right? Okay, right. I'm taking a long cut here. Next week are the Grammys. Right. The Grammys ignores, disrespects rock and roll. Why? But they always have. Why? Because they always have. Because they're always behind behind the the, the, the you know the, the real music scene. They you know it, it started with the election of. Um, of Jethro Tull as best heavy metal, but we they didn't understand and I, heavy metal, right? But Sean and I went to a concert last night, and it's not dinosaur rock, you know. You know, Wolf Van Halen's band Mammoth. They're about to release their second album this year. The kid's thirty years old, right. okay, and Alter Bridge, and they are touring and they are selling out eight to ten thousand seat arenas all over the place. Bands like Ghost, uh, you know, uh, Rival Sons. You know, th these are bands that are big. They're playing real, like, venues. They're not playing 1,500 okay, but, seats. They're but, playing biggest places. Hailstorm. Right. Okay? These are all, all big bands now. Rock and roll isn't dying. There, there is definitely a. Scene. I hope not. It's not just that. Be, All right, what but the, could, what you, the big, could see, you? One of the biggest tours mm -hmm. of the summer. It's, it's rock and roll. It's Bad Bunny, and then it's all rock bands. I never heard of any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, but here, all right. Here's the thing: if Big Daddy Graham once had this show uh, where he did this topic, give me twenty bands from the last twenty years who will be popular. 20 years from now. That's a great question. Ready to go? All right. I can do it right you now. You can do it. 20 bands from the last 20 years okay. who will be popular 20 years from now. Okay, so you got Green Day. You have, Green, Day, Green Day. No, Green Day is not 20. Green Day is more than 20 More than 20. Years. Oh, that, so you mean that came out? 20 bands. In the, in the 2000s. Yeah, 20 bands from 2023, Ooh. 2003, from the past 20, uh, Daddy did this couple See, years See, most ago, of my right? bands came out in the 90s. Oh, there you go. So 20 say. bands. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So how do you replenish it? That's why you don't see radio stations doing the greatest hits of, like, when they tried 80s, 90s, and today, it died. So I mean, like, where are the, where, you know what I'm saying? So my point is, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here. And the, the, mm -hmm. each year, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame puts fewer and fewer rock acts in. And Very they're true. going to all these other genres of music, which to me, I don't understand. Because if you're going to make it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, keep it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And not go into these other, you know, these other genres. And which also brings up the question, why isn't there a Hip Hop Hall of Fame? How much money would somebody make if they there started is a, one? There is they, a they're starting There is? Yeah. yeah. It's in the Bronx. Yeah, they do. I just saw something on uh, TV yesterday. It's going to be open in 2024. So it hasn't opened yet. It's no, going broke, to be open. They opening. broke ground on it's it. It's about so. time. Yeah. yeah. 
But they, they, they've been talking about this for years. Yeah, they, 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 they're collecting all it the sounds outside. like they're going on forever. They, 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 just, they haven't opened it yet. We should have a heavy metal Hall of Fame. There should be a heavy metal. 100%. Well, at least a they heavy tried, metal wing. They tried to do something with heavy metal, like, you know, an award show. I think it was called the... Uh, Golden Gods. The, the Golden Gods. Yeah. And then there, there was an, another one thing like that. And it just didn't take off. Uh, Rock Honors. Okay. Rock mm-hmm. on VH1 uh, uh, play. Yeah, I remember that. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Uh, when these guys aren't doing comedy, they're doing the Who's Your Band podcast. I got Sean Morton, Jeffrey Paul here. Here's the question. Uh, what is the state of rock and roll? Is rock and roll alive? Is rock and roll dying? Uh, how do you feel about it? And how do you feel about who got nominated into the Hall of Fame and who didn't? Should we just keep the Hall of Fame to rock acts or should we be allowing all these other genres of music under the under the banner of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here's Fast Traffic. You win a free trip to Atlantic City with your Valentine. New Jersey 101.5 has given you a sweet escape to Tropicana, Atlantic City. Starting Monday, listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter it on our app to win a free overnight stay, plus a $50 dining gift card for your Valentine. It's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Tropicana, Atlantic City, a Caesars Rewards destination. Good luck and happy Valentine's Day. From New Jersey 101.5. Who's your band is the podcast with uh, Sean Morton and uh, Jeffrey Paul are here talking music. I Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking at what we got here, Kate Bush, Sheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden as a metal band, uh, Joy Davidson, New Order. Uh, Joy, Joy Division. Joy Division, I'm sorry, look at her. Joy Division, New Order, Cindy Lauper, George Michael. Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, Warren Zevon. Me and Jeff have this conversation every year yes. about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is one of our favorite things to do, and we're actually going to Who's touch- in good with the young winner? Well, Jeff has been screaming at the top of his lungs for the past like three years that Pat Benatar belonged in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, to the point where I started to think that Jeff was actually like a stalker for Pat Benatar. <laughs> like, he was the, like he's the president of the fan club. But I like, thought it was so those- disrespectful that she wasn't in. And that, and that they had all these artists. Janet Jackson goes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Pat Benatar. There were no, so many of these bands. But here's the thing. He took it so to heart. Like, I actually reached out to Pat Benatar's people to try, and, to try and get them on the show just to say, listen, do you know this person? Like, if, if you were ever held hostage from this person, just blink twice on the camera. Like, that's how <laughs> bad he was getting with Pat Benatar. But I understand why, because you, you want to see your favorite artists go into the Hall of Fame and get that kind of recognition. But it's uh, this list this year is better than the one last year, I think. Is it because there's not enough rock to put in? Is it because no. rock is waning, or why are they expanding it? I think they. I think that there's a lot of different. We want to be more inclusive. Yes, that, I, there you I, go. definitely. One word: Steve. more money, diversity. I think, that's the reason. I think that's if it. they originally but, just called it the Music Hall of Fame, it would have opened up a lot more no, doors for a lot of people. No, it should. But it's not. It's it, the Rock and Roll exactly. Hall of Fame, and, and that's should, what it should, should be. Exactly, it should stay the Rock and Roll of Fame. I think if it's, you call it. The musical fame, I don't think people will go as much. People want to go to well, the they rock start and thinking roll. of all kinds of different music, exactly. Yeah, but you want to focus it, it's, and that's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was born. And the original Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, when they first started it, all the great rock acts that went in there, it's so different now. How are the monkeys not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they didn't write their own stuff? Doesn't have a rock and roll didn't write their own stuff. 
No, and today for rock and roll, I think you want to go through the list and find out all the bands that are in there who didn't even play on their own instruments. Sure, we could do it. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me right <laughs> now, Jeff. But you get what I'm saying. If oh anything, put the Wrecking Crew in the Hall of Fame. They are in the Hall of Fame, and, Good. and, and deservingly so. The E Street Band, as a band without Springsteen, is oh, in, in the, the Rock Funk and Roll Brothers. Hall of Fame. The Funk Brothers are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis are in the Rock and Roll. Okay, Hall but of if fame. you take out all the artists that didn't play on their own band on their own bands, right? Take out all the artists who didn't write their own songs, you could have a lot less people in there. I was at the Hall of Fame induction when the E Street Band went in. I'm a huge, diehard Springsteen fan my entire life. He earned it. He deserves it. When I saw the E Street Band go in, they were on for like an hour and 45 minutes. Well, if each one gives a five-minute It speech. was unbearable. <laughs> it was un like you should have just let one person talk for everybody. It was, they were literally an hour and 40 minutes. That's, just uh, them. That's the same thing with Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, These I, guys have one last shot. Oh, my God. And that's they the take thing. It. They're, they're still performing with one of the biggest artists, not of all time, but still right now. Like... We understand. You, you got your moment of recognition. Move on. Just yeah. move on. I used to work the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction every year. And before, what did there, you do? before there was a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame actual building, the induction ceremony used to take place in January at the Waldorf Astoria. And basically what I did was I, you know, like I did when I was on the road, I did production at this. So my job during this thing was every year I had the same job. I was on the second level. And that was where the record executives were. Right. And that's where, like, the B artists, guys who weren't getting inducted, and maybe, like, at that time, like, Billy Squire or Pat was, was, was up there. Not Pat Benatar. She was always relevant. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and she was the sorry. rage that comes out of him with Pat <laughs> Hanging by the snack bar. I've never, I've never been to Jeff's house. That sandwich? I've never been to Jeff's house, and I think right. there's a reason why. He's got to have some sort of shrine. There's, there's or, a, like, a voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> I have locks of her hair there. <laughs> <laughs> he belongs to the night. He yeah, <laughs> He's he runs with, with the, the shadows, shadows of, of the night. night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so, but again, so so the monkeys shouldn't go in because they didn't write their own songs. But yeah. they actually started writing their own songs. The girl that I knew somewhere was a monkey song. I mean, they got that band got they, so they, screwed. They, they got they got because they became more musical. I think as they got older, because they were ca they were cast, right? You know that. No, I'll yeah, tell you exactly what they, made it them doesn't matter. But Peter Talk can play. Michael can play. It doesn't matter. Mickey was, I mean, Davey Jones was they, the singer. It was based but on they, record sales. It was based on how they did. And they had the number one song of 1966, according to the Norm Awards. Uh, the, they had num the number one, 66 was I'm a Believer. 67 was Daydream Believer. The band dominated. They were amazing. Do they have they a, were amazing. Okay, then, then, then let me throw this at you. I mean, yeah, I'm not arguing with you. With the, no, no, no. no I'm just do, they, um, do they have a deep enough catalog? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. I'm a huge Monkees fan. Good, Sean. I'll, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what brought them back. I'll leave your mic on. Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what brought them back was MTV. Oh, yeah. In MTV 86. That was well, then. Also, this is now. Exactly. Exactly. That was a good song. So who's... who's Dolan's who's, coming in here, buddy. Who's, is he? Mark Rigadana's going to get him. Who's, um... Who's more... Who's more deserving? Okay, the monkeys or Lou Reed? Both. Yeah, I would different say both style, too. different ways. Why does that have to be either or? Because I think Lou Reed is so overrated. Okay, but that's Why your is opinion. Why so overrated? Because, well, yeah, right. So you don't. Uh, but I get. All right, you don't like them. It's, it's all a matter of taste. But with the monkeys, I mean, they've got the credentials. You know, so many different songs, and, and the the songwriters. I mean, there's no way they should be in the Hall of Fame. 
Didn't Hendrix open for the Monkees? Yes, he yeah. did one show. Yeah. And Michael Nesmith tells the story. Where uh, he goes, no, not told, the told the story, right? <laughs> he goes, we're up there, you know, and and, uh, and Jimmy's going, Foxy, Davy, Foxy, Davy, <laughs> and then it ended. He threw his guitar. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> you know who opened for the Herman's Hermits? No, the Who. Really? It was Blues Magoos, the Who, and the Herman's Hermits. I got to meet Peter Noon a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, so did I. He's a great guy. Yeah, my old manager. Still touring. My old a manager guy, was doing yeah. this like a uh, show where he had like a storyteller thing. He had Mickey Dolan's and he had Peter Noon. Uh -huh. So he invites me down. There was probably 45 people in this like 6,000 seat theater. It was really bad. So I go backstage. Mickey Dolan's could not care at all that I was there. He was like, hi, how are you? I'm, and I'm, I'm not a fangirling. I'm like, big fan. Love, you know, pleasure to meet you. Takes a picture of me. Peter Noon walks up to me goes i heard you're a comedian i said yes he goes where are the drugs that you have <laughs> i said i don't do drugs he goes it's very nice to meet you and he walked away and just didn't give me the time of day for the rest of the <laughs> and that's a dead on peter noon it is 10 30. <laughs> now the latest new jersey news 101.5 steve trevelisse all right, we got Jeffrey Paul in the studio. Sean Morton, they're going to be a Catcher Rising star uh, March the 4th, right? The third with Jeff. The third or I'm, the third with I'm Jeff. Both, I'm there both. And you're there on the both nights. Yeah. Jeff only got the one night. Correct. Uh, he's going to be selling T-shirts outside I, on the I Saturday night. Handle, I can't handle him two nights in a row. He's parking the cars Saturday night. Yeah, That's the definitely. deal. <laughs> the, that Saturday night with Mike Morse. Well, actually, a Catcher Rising star, you do park the cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. All right, so the Monkees should definitely be in, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, me too, 100%. And you don't think they should be in? You guys are starting to... What do you want them to do? Yeah. Do, do, do you understand what I deal with every week doing this podcast with him? I think he just tries to be contrarian. The thing you, I'm not trying to no, be contrarian. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Because, because, no, it's, it's like the what? Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. When, you, when you hear the name of a player, right. okay, and, and you like that guy was a rock, it was a, was a Hall of Famer, right? Okay, like there's a big debate now: should Scott Rowland go in? That, you know, was, was he He's the only one? He, huh? He's the only one. He, he he was the only one. Okay, but sh you know when you this baseball watch, dying when you watched him play. Right. Okay, did you say Hall of Fame? You knew that when Jeter played, you, you saw it with, with other guys. You knew okay. that when Jeter played, he was a Hall of Famer. Of course you did. Of course you did. He was, <laughs> he was clutch, 3,000 hits. You know, he hits all the benchmarks. Scott Rowland hit none of the benchmarks. Welcome to the mic, okay? Dopey. But with, but with the rock, but with the in the broadcasting hall of fame, there'll be no Jeffrey Palmer, okay. never, or the podcast, or the podcast, or the comedy hall of fame, or the life or the microphone. Should I keep going? Yeah, really. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. This is what I got to contend with. Also. <laughs> but with the, with the rock, and Scott Rollin, right? With the okay. rock and roll hall of fame. Yes, there are artists like you're like okay, these like Zeppelin, you know, should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. You know that Sabbath should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. When I hear the monkeys, I don't know if if, if all of a sudden they're jumping out to me. You got to make the argument. Here they come. Not, who should be <laughs> walking down? The who should street. be in the rock and roll hall of fame? Who's That's that? not Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, Are they going no in this year? That. Did I just they're gonna go. They're going to go. Hope they're so. they're, they're nominated. They're, they're, they're nominated. Oh, they're they're nominated. nominated. They'll go in this year because there's a huge heavy metal resurgence. And when you got to really look at it, they've been around since the late 70s until 2000, 2023 right now. That's 45 years. These people sell out arenas and stadiums globally. There's no reason they should not be in the Hall of Fame. No, absolutely. And if and if Iron Maiden can be in the Hall of Fame, Monkey should be in the Hall of Fame. How about oh, the yeah. Raspberries? You put the Raspberries in the Hall of Fame? I don't think Pat Benatar belongs in the one, Hall of Fame. One what huge hit? Two huge hits. 
uh, go your own way. The raspberries did not do go your own way. Is the Eric Carmen band? Would, go your, yeah, go your own way. Go all the way. Go all the way. Go oh, your own way was Fleetwood Mac. Well, just as brutal. Who just as loves, by the way. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, he loves Fleetwood Mac. Hate Fleetwood right. Mac. You hate Fleetwood Mac? Oh, my God. Do I, I, hate I put the raspberries in. I Why? wouldn't do that. Huh? For, 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 for one or two songs? Would you put Badfinger in? I would put Badfinger in. You're putting I would absolutely you're put you're Badfinger in. You're not a good gatekeeper. Oh, I'm not a good gatekeeper, right? Of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I you're would put everybody What's in. wrong with Badfinger? Because it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they're not, not the, Rock not and the, Roll? Not the very good Hall of Fame. Oh, not they're the very okay. good Hall of Fame. They're okay. You know what they are? Uh -huh. they're, they're, they're the open. Cheryl Crow in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Mm. Yes. Why? Mm -hmm. Um, she's been around 25 she's years. She's been around. That's it. But no, she's, no, like, no. she's like the ordained. No. Oh, she's been around. Oh, We're going to no. do a music show. Let's get Cheryl Crow. When you oh, it's halftime. Let's get Cheryl Crow. When you we got a bar mitzvah. Let's get Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's you, the same faces all the time. She has two greatest hits records. Two. When you identify... Anybody could make no, it. No, Badfinger has a greatest hits record. If you go to the 90s... If you the go Raspberries the 90s, have a greatest... Dennis Elsus wrote the linear notes, the liner notes. Gra the Raspberries have a greatest hits record. Are they record. paying Put you in. to mention that? No. No. <laughs> but my friend wrote a song for Eric Carmen that he had a great hit with called Hungry Eyes. I love that song. Isn't that great? Frankie oh, Brevin. What the hell? Frankie Brevin should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Dirty Dancing soundtrack is, is a global you know, phenomenon. Do you know that he wrote... She's like the wind. All right, oh, that's time. brutal. Stop it. I've had the time of my life is the number 15 song of all time. It That's one of my happiest songs. So is so Happy Birthday, okay? <laughs> it oh. would be, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw it in with these, yeah, but they're putting it in now. I can, I can guarantee you're not driving in your car and going, oh, I got to play that part, the Happy Birthday song. No one does that. Can, I, can we say something about Happy right. Birthday, by say the way? Say something about Happy Birthday. Tomorrow, Tomorrow? somebody... Is oh, have happy is birthday, your birthday tomorrow? Sung to him. Notice how he worked it happy is. birthday into yes. the conversation. He's, 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 a, get this he's plug. a piece Look of garbage. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. You're not happy? Who's no. going to sing happy birthday? Not me. Not Sean. No. Not Sean? No. I'll be like, hope this is the last one. It's going to be one of these happy birthday Mr. <laughs> Presidents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> he wants to work along. <laughs> Imagine if I didn't like him. What yeah, I would really? say to him. <laughs> <laughs> it would be who the frigs your band. <laughs> Let's call them some of these rock and roll. Hall How about the Guess no. Who? Did the Guess Who go in the Hall of Fame? Underrated band. Do they go in the Hall of Fame? Come on! You know what? I think I may. Dun, 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 you cannot put them in the Hall of Fame. Eric Burton, Randy Eric Bachman. I mean, you have yeah. Burton Cummings. What, what would I say? Eric Burton. Who, 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 the who? animals. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I'm, always, I'm always slightly off of a guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you, do you know, a little bit to the left. Do you know okay. how much hair I've lost in the two and a half years <laughs> oh, that I'm I doing do like this podcast with? Oh, my God. Randy great, Bachman. Great song. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame. Wait, we're doing this three years now. The podcast. We're going to go on three years. Ugh. Is that why the birthday cake tomorrow? No, it's sweet. Warren Zevon's got to go in. Oh, what? absolutely not. Warren absolutely. Zevon's got to go in. No way. Wait, what, Why do you not like what, Warren Zevon? One novelty hit and one ultra depressing What novelty song. hit? Excitable what? Boy, you didn't like that. What? Lawyers, Guns, and Money, you didn't like that. No, I hate Werewolves it. of London, you didn't like that. Novelty hit. Let's go back to the monkeys. I'll give you a band that should be in the Rock Hall of Fame. That's Warren Zevon used to, used to date the midday girl at the station that I worked at. Really? Gibbonson, and okay. he would call on the hotline. What a cool guy. He was Did you ever guy. see the, the Warren Zevon, David Letterman show? I went, I saw him. 
him live. I, I was in the studio. You had that show? Yes. Uh, when you, you, did you not start crying when he hands Letterman the guitar and says, take care of this for me, knowing that he's it, never going to see him again? It, it's really sad. Yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. What a bunch of saps I'm on a show after that. you wouldn't put him in the... And you wouldn't put him in the Rock what, and Roll Hall of Fame. two bands are being snubbed that should be in. Who's that? Iron Maiden and the Smiths. Iron Maiden's going to get in. I Girlfriend so. in a coma can get in the Hall of Fame, but the monkeys come can't. on. It's what the, is going on the with Smiths this man? Smiths are more than girlfriend in a coma. Do you see what I feel? How soon, how soon is now? Listen, it's, it's going to sound like... of the world. Stop it. You're going to hear commercials. It's, it's going to sound stuff. like your mic is on. Keep talking. Bill Spadia. Five, Steve Trevelis. Sean Martin is here. As is Jeffy Paul. <laughs> Who's your band is the podcast. They're going to be a Catch a Rising Star. March the 3rd, Sean, and 4th. March the 3rd, hold on. March the 3rd and 4th is Sean. March the 3rd is Jeff. You're hanging around Jeff too much. You're stammering on the microphone. I know, right? At least I'm on the microphone. Uh, who should be on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Or would that be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, Frankie is in South Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Frankie? Hey, Stevie, what's up? I'm good. How are you, pal? Good. I got two. I got Lee Michaels. Oh, Lee Michaels. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's a good one. I know why Lee Michaels. Well, him and Frosty, they, they went into the studio in the 24 hours. They came out with an album. <laughs> How about that? Uh, the Beatles did that in 1962. That yeah. Please, please, um, me was done in one day. The other one, actually two of them, I think 10 years after, and Savoy Brown. Ooh, how about that? Uh, I thought... I thought 10 years after might have been in. That's Alvin Lee, yeah. I'm going home, yeah. Um, said no. They're not in? No. Yeah, yeah I, kind of, I kind of agree with you on that one, Frankie. Hey, Frankie. I'm not sure about Savoy Brown, but I, I would go with 10 years after. That's a good choice. This, this is Sean, Frankie. I want to just tell you that your pick... Album? Your picks stink. Ten years after, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? You don't like well, the yeah, years a, I agree with Frankie, and I think they should be. Yeah. They killed it at Woodstock, right, Frankie? Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that was when they were ten years before. That's how far back we go. <laughs> yeah. Our mutual friend, Ricky Green. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. How's he doing? Good. I just thought, I woke him up on this Sunday morning one day, and he said, it's too early. I can't talk now. <laughs> I give him my best. That was a good man, Rick Green. He was the best. So he booked his, he booked his show. We're at Glassboro. Uh -huh. Elton John opens for Poco. Oh, my God. He was amazing. This guy, Midnight Sun Productions. He, uh, back in the day, he like he brought Yes here. He had all of Genesis. Before they were hot, Rick Green was on him. And what, what room did he book? He didn't, it wasn't a, he booked like different. Um, different halls? A different concert hall, like all around Philadelphia. What year was it that he booked Elton John to open for Poco? Yeah, what year What year did he get? It had to be like the late 60s, right? Yeah. 70. In the very, very beginning. Right. All right, Frankie, thanks for calling. New Jersey, 101.5. What the hell are you doing here? It's you in Ambler on New Jersey, 101.5. What's up, you? Yo, yeah, I'd like to go with the 70s. Yeah, really. Well, we don't have the seven. We we got we, we put that on the Wednesday nights, so uh, we could have compelling conversation, right? We're not doing the opening lines. No, we're not doing the opening lines. We're doing oh, the Hall of Fame. Man. but listen, dude, I gotta tell you, listen. Yes. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know that these guys here. You gotta get the monkeys in there, man. I agree. 
I, I am a I, I am a zealous celebrity, and I am going to start a, uh, a change.org petition after this next yes. year to get the monkeys into the Hall of Fame. But you got to do it while Mickey's still alive. Oh, I don't care about that. Dude, yeah. I was just going to say, we got to get him in there before they're all dead, man. Well, you know what? When I mean, you look at the body work and you look at the influence oh, that they had. Come and, on. Yeah, hey, I mean. Hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah, you, who did they influence? You know, Steve brings up that. Who did they influence? That's another. They were they one of the original boy bands. kinds of people. They, exactly. They influenced MTV. Oh. They were the first MTV band. You look at all the videos, right? What was the show? Oh, they, they had that. They well, had that. Well, didn't they mimic the uh, the Beatles? They were cast no. out. Of, no, no, they were cast out of. Exactly, tell them you. But Trev, yeah, Trev, real quick, I gotta tell you, man, I am so sick of these classic rock radio stations because what they do is they play classic rock from these bands, right? Right. It's the same song. Exactly. Oh. That's what killed classic you know what? rock radio. You're you, right. you, do you remember? You know Ed Shockey, right? Yeah. Ed and I had this conversation many times. Oh. If you were a classic rock fan, then you did not want classic rock radio because all they played were the songs that you were sick of and didn't want. If you were a Zeppelin guy, you don't want Stairway to Heaven. You wanted the crunch. What, what, did, what did they play by... By Leonard Skinner. What was the, what, they played two songs? Sweet Home Alabama and, and uh, Give Me Three Steps. And free, and free Bird. That was it. And uh, then they started playing Simple Man. They got a hold of Simple you, you Man. You were lucky. Sometimes you had to find deep cuts to get Simple Man. Yeah. Well, we had it when I was at 105.7, The Hawk. You, I got to let you go, man. I got to I gotta say goodnight to uh, Sean Morton and Jeffrey Paul. March 3rd and 4th at Catch a Rising Star yes. for Sean. March the 3rd for uh, Jeffrey Paul. And the 4th will be with... Uh, who you be with? Me and Mike Morse. Mike Morse. Just yeah. so you know, Jeff's opening both shows. Both yes, nights. exactly. Let's, let's, that, that let's not forget I, I that. I want to get that out there. All right. And uh, you guys uh, remember one thing before we get out of here. Jersey Radio. This has been the Steve Travelee Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.